Hello and welcome to No Refunds. We are a nonsensical ramblings podcast. I swear we're going to actually keep on doing these. Uh, we ha- we're here to talk about video games, movies, uh, comics, TV, and everything in between. Uh, my name is Dwight and joining me today is... Alex. And it's just an Alex and Dwight episode again today. Um, we can call is, this the sequel. Or yeah, yeah. Alex and Dwight 2 Electric Boogaloo. The proper sequel because we actually did record another one but I am lazy and it's super and I didn't edit it. And now it's way out of date because no it was longer all about relevant. E3. Yeah, no longer relevant. E3 from June and yeah. it is now August. Yeah, we're a little behind the eight ball. Just a bit. Um, what? <laughs> I, I see what you did there. So how have you been? I haven't seen you since... Um, since you moved into yeah, this since house? since I moved into this house about a month, uh, over a month ago at this point. Because it's the 25th today and we moved in on the 12th a month ago. Yeah. So it's almost been two months. Holy crap. How have you been? Uh, good, good. That's good. Been what a, keeping myself busy with it. Things. With what? Uh, movies, TV shows, video games, comics, and everything comics else. Comics and everything else. Oh, every wow! What does everything else can, can um, uh, consist of? I guess a good, a good place to start. Uh, last last weekend, the weekend before that, I went to Boston Comic Con. Oh, cool! Yeah, I did not go to that. How was it? It was it was fun. It, nice. it, it I went. Like two years before, um, uh, the year you went with Tiffany, I've been twice. Uh, uh, it was the, she the, dressed up as Miss um, Marvel. Miss Marvel or, was two, three years ago at this point. So, okay, so three years ago because we so, also because we went we went once, skipped a year, and then we went again, and you weren't there that year, right? So I, I was the, the first year you went was the first year I went, mm-hmm. and um, it seemed really like sparse when I was there that that year. Well, the and, reasoning for that was because it was around the time of the Boston bombings, right? And um, so they had to. It was originally supposed to be the weekend, the weekend after that, and they had to change it and they shifted it. I think two months later, and so a lot of people had to cancel. Oh, and um, they had to get like scramble to find a new venue, and so they were basically they they put it together in a couple of months. The first one that we went to, oh. so that explains why it wasn't. As, I didn't know that, ah. but. This one was much better in that regard. Like there were a lot more booths, there were a lot more like um, panels to go to, and oh, nice. there were there were so many celebrities. It, it was really cool. Nice. I mainly went to get a couple things signed. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Cliff Chang to sign um, my Paper Girls number one. Nice. Which I was very excited about, and That's I got awesome. Nick Dragota to f- sign East of West number one. Oh, cool. Which was. Yeah, I was really excited to see both of them. That's excellent. I, I actually didn't own East of West number one. Oh, that must have cost you a lot. No, it was ten bucks. Seriously? Yeah. I, wow. I guess I that walked one's... around the con floor, found a guy that was selling it. Nice. And, and it was a it was a first printing. Oh, like, that's I, important. I didn't grab it. I, like, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm no chump. Obviously. But he <laughs> was like ten bucks, and I looked at it because they have separate covers for different oh. printings. Oh. Okay. So I looked at it and I go, "This is the first printing." So I grabbed it. And I went over, got it signed, and he his signature is really cool because he doesn't sign. He does a little doodle oh, of that's um, awesome. the main character, uh, Death. Uh, yeah, Death is the main character in that. And uh, so he does a little doodle of Death, and cool. that's it. So that's awesome. Um, I got those two things signed. Um, we walked to the con floor, saw some cool booths. Sweet. We didn't go to any of the panels. We didn't either when we went there. Like the they. The setup of that one is weird because it's basically the big hall and there's like two panel um, panel things off to the side, like off the, off to the yeah. front. And when we were there, there was no panels that we really cared about. The, there were more panel rooms this time. Oh, cool. Because they, they actually um, – so when you go to the end of the hall, there were two rooms off to the sides mm-hmm. and then the escalators. Yep. 
you go you go up the escalators and there's oh, more rooms cool. this time. That nice. used to be that was closed off the last time we were there. You weren't allowed to go up the oh, escalators. Oh, really? We were allowed to go upstairs and just kind of walk around, and then they were doing like photo shoots and stuff like uh, that up there last time. Yeah, last but, year. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Um, I was very happy to get my things signed. Nice. Uh, now I just need Brian K. Vaughn and yeah. Jonathan Hickman to oh sign those God. number ones. And If I could get Brian K. Vaughn and Staples to sign my uh, Saga that, one, that would, that be, would awesome. be amazing. I um, want to get Brian K. Vaughn to sign my um, Saga um, poster. The, the, that yeah, I have. We need to set that up, the one that you yeah. got us. It, we don't have a... Get Brian K. Vaughn to sign it. I will. And Fiona Staples. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Well, Fiona she already Staples has. already signed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. So um, um, when I went, I got um, I, I met Joe Hill and uh, Gabriel Rodriguez, and I had them sign. I don't have any. Uh, when I got into Lock and Key, the singles issues were already trades. done, so I, I had him sign my first hardcover. And I felt like a chump afterwards because there was a guy in front of me who literally had him sign all six, all six yeah. and I just had him sign the first one because I was like, I don't want to be an asshole and only like have one thing and, and have like a, a stack of I things. I feel like that's the right way to do it though, just to have one. Yeah, it, it felt more yeah nice you like, know what i mean I, I saw a guy carrying around like a big stack of omnibuses oh, that geez. he was getting signed like by everyone that must have hurt his back yeah he was crazy but cool. yeah that's what i did nice. super recently that i i wanted to talk about exciting we can we can talk about all the movies and stuff later yeah. what, have, what have you been up to um uh, so basically what i've been doing is uh not a lot of like nerdy geeky stuff really i've just been kind of settling into the house here painting and all that other crap. However, I have been going through. Um, shut it off because I'm talking about Pokemon. Um, I've I recently started uh, a Nuzlocke challenge on Pokemon Black Two. Black and, Two. Yes, because I looked at all my um, all my Pokemon games, and that was the one that I had the least amount of Pokemon in it that I cared about, and I and I didn't care about restarting it. <laughs> that is my uh, reasoning for That's that. A good reason. Yes. So uh, I'm excited. For those who don't know what a Nuzlocke challenge is, it's. Uh, it's like a it's an alternate set of rules for playing uh, through a Pokemon game, and the way that it works is when you enter an area, you have to catch the first Pokemon that you encounter. Um, you can't capture any other ones, and you can only use those ones that you've captured. And you have to name them, and if they faint, you have to release them. So the idea is to, to make it a little bit more challenging, obviously, and it um, is supposed to like make it feel like you're actually going through with like a team, and right? You get, you get a bond, and it's to encourage you to use ones that you wouldn't normally use. Right, right. So. I- that that sounds like the complete opposite of Pokemon Go, where your Pokemon actually matter. Uh, do they really? <laughs> oh, they don't in Pokemon Go, but oh, it sounds like oh, Nuz- saying, Nuzlocke yeah. Challenge is the yes. exact opposite. It is. It's fun. I've, I've been enjoying it a lot. I'm uh, about to do... I just got my second badge, so I'm very oh, happy nice. with that. Yeah, it's fun. Um, What's your team right now? Uh, my team is my starter, which was an Oshawott, and then I ran into a uh, Purloin, which is a dark type. I ran into a Swaddle which is a bug, uh, bug grass. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ran into a, what did I get up there? I forget what I got in the, the forest area. And then I got a Growlithe. Um, so I know I have five, but I forget. I, I haven't been using, I've only been using the Swaddle, um, my main one, my Oshawott, and the Growlithe recently. I don't remember what the other Sounds one Sounds like a pretty solid uh, playthrough so far. Yeah, it's been enjoyable. What can I say? Growlithe is the one I'm the most familiar yes. with because it's the only gen, one gen that's one. a Gen One. It's the only one that's a Gen One. I do Gen One and Gen Two. Everything beyond that, I'm I actually know more of them than I'd be willing than than I think I know. Give, like if give, I see give them, give me a rough number out of seven twenty. Is that of, how many there are? It's roughly seven hundred and twenty at this point. I could prop. Eh, 
I, if you showed me a picture of them, I could probably name about 500, maybe 550. That, that is disgusting. I've played through every single one. So, I mean, I, I know them, but I, I used to be able to list them all in order. Back when there was um, only a like, hundred, when there was two, only two hundred and fifty, I used to be able to name them all in order. That is, I was also in sixth grade and had nothing else to do. Sure. Well, sorry, at that point, eighth grade, and nothing else to do. Right, because Tiffany wasn't here yet. No, she was not uh, invented yet. <laughs> invented, as far she, as I'm concerned. She was born the year you started dating, more or less. No. So, um, so what movies have you seen? I don't think I. We've, oh, I've also been playing um, Star, uh, Street Fighter again. I recently got into that more, and um, and a couple other stuff that we're going to be talking about later. Oh yeah, I actually played a game that we we both, I believe, have played. I never mm-hmm. finished. I haven't finished it yet. You started it, Broken Age. Oh, uh, I've only played like maybe twenty, 20 minutes. minutes of that. So I I picked it up and probably for the same reason as you. It was on sale. It was on sale and like, it was like five bucks. It was like, like that. It was, it was, like it was dirt five cheap. bucks. So I picked it up. I love Schaefer. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I see what the, all the hype's about, but I'm interested. Like where I stopped was a very interesting point, oh, and cool. then I just haven't had a chance to pick it back mm-hmm. up. So promising. Uh, the first, I'm. I think I'm like a little over thirty percent, like a third of the oh, way wow. through. Okay. Um, up till that point, I was not thrilled, but. I I had never played many point and click adventure games. Like that's what the big deal is. Is that this right. is a, a, like a, a legitimate point and click adventure game? And I never played very many of them growing up. Like I, the one that I played the most was actually at our friend Brian's house, and it was Sam and Max Hit the Road, hmm. and that was I think that was a Lucas Arts game. Um, but I never played like Monkey Island or any of those other famous ones. What, that everyone... what about Pajama Sam? Oh yeah, I get or, yeah or yeah. Putt Putt saves the zoo. Damn. Okay, you're right. But, okay, those ones not <laughs> those to be are, like those are geared those towards are, yeah, children. Those are definitely baby games. Right. Not that those they are the only awesome. ones I've played. <laughs> they, not that, like I enjoyed the hell out of them when I played them, but they were definitely not like the have to solve a major complex puzzle by picking up something in the first level, and right. if you miss it, then the game is over type of deal. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely need to play more of it. Yeah. But, I don't have a lot to say about it, but uh, I'm playing it right now. It's so. pretty. It is pretty. Kind of. Like, I'll, I'll agree it. that it's pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so, in terms of a... I guess let's talk about movies. Yeah, why don't we hit through this giant list of movies? And I believe that there are two that I have seen on, on your list of I don't do, know how many. Do you want to start with the two that we've no, both seen no, or go, end with the two that go we've Go through seen. and... Why don't we hit one of them in the middle okay. and then one at the end? I'll see if I can do that. If not, don't worry about it. This is going to be pretty quick because I, I want to spend most of our time on uh, elsewhere. Yep. So I'm just going to give brief reviews of, of all these movies. Okay. All right. Everybody wants some. Garbage. I, oh, that's Linklater, Linklater's right? Just, oh, you're the worst. Linklater's just not for me sometimes. I like, guess that's fair. I didn't, love, I didn't really like Dazed and Confused, mm. and this is just Dazed and Confused for the next generation because it's 80s Dazed and, Dazed and Confused. Mm-hmm. So it just didn't land for me. Um, Understandable. So maybe I'm starting to feel like Linklater is just not my cup of tea. Was it on here that we talked about it or about what? About just Linklater in general, like Boyhood. And Mm. I know you didn't like Days and Confused, but I did. No, we talked about that when we saw Boyhood together. That's what it was. (laughs) Okay. No, no, no. But I know we've talked about like, because I, when I saw um, Days and Confused, it was like the perfect time for me to see it. So that's why I think it really connected with me because like I was young i was younger than high school but so it was still like a, a magical time maybe do we, we have maybe we I have know talked, talked about, about it on this. the podcast i don't know if it's on the podcast if it is i'm sorry okay you know this sounds familiar it to does. me now um but yeah i not for me okay 
Um, Central Intelligence, The Rock and Kevin Hart. The Rock is hilarious. Everything else about the movie is absolutely terrible. Not shocked. I love The Rock. He can do no wrong in my mind right oh, now. So, um, he's still good. <laughs> okay. Um, Green Room was a great movie. Nice. I really, R.I.P. I, I really liked it. Anton Yelchin was great. Patrick Stewart was a great Nazi. I want to see that. It, it's supposed to be a very fantastic. good movie. I believe it was an A24 release, and right now they're just on fire in, for me. So. Mm-hmm. What else did they do? Cloverfield? Or um, the 10 Cloverfield Lane? No, nah, I don't think they did Cloverfield Lane. They did The Witch. That's, that's uh, the They one did that Swiss I... Army Man this year, which I, I missed in theaters. So I, I didn't wa- get to see that I in definitely want to see it. Um, and then last year they did two – they released two movies that I really liked. And I, off the top of my head, I can't remember. But that was great. Uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. I, I saw, haven't seen that yet. I saw I can't tw- wait. twice this weekend. Wow. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was everything i expected it to be um it's from Leica, yep. who released Coraline, paranorman and the box trolls all three um, of which are fantastic all three of which are great I, I was less hot on the box trolls but it's still like gorgeous i only saw the last half of the box trolls but i really liked it yeah um this is i paranorman's still my favorite but kubo's a close second mm. kubo is amazing i i went and i saw it on friday with one of my friends and then uh bonnie w- we went to Chunky's and I was like, what do you want to see? And she's like, Kubo. And I'm like, I will gladly see that Sign again. Me up. Um, great movie, great themes. It, um, the animation is just gorgeous. It, it is one of the most like gorgeous good. animated movies I've ever seen. Nice. Is it fully stop motion? Um, like, I don't know how much they do. That's actually stop. And, and like how much they combine it with computer, with CGI. It's, it's a good percentage of it is stop motion. Nice. Um, Oh, let's go over that. Um, Florence Foster Jenkins, the new Meryl Streep movie. Okay. Never even heard of it. It's good. If you like Meryl Streep, you'll like it. Um, she's always good, really. Um, she really supports the movie. Other than that, it's kind of generic. Okay. But it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Finding Dory. Let's talk about Finding okay, Dory. Okay, yes. I have seen Finding Dory. This is a movie you've seen. It is. Uh, Finding Dory was... was It was good. It wasn't um, my favorite favorite pixar movie i don't know where i would place it in my ranking i know where i'd place it would you place it dead last no no, not not dead last but pretty low Uh, it's the animation was beautiful it just it didn't my my largest issue with the movie was i felt like there wasn't enough at stake for the majority of it namely because uh, in the first movie uh the obviously the goal was to go find nemo but really and, and so like there was there was a ticking clock element with Nemo being given away there was um Marlin's like actual like I need to go find my son there was that type of stuff and this is story was just like oh you know what I think I want to go I think I want to go find my parents right. why why not what what are you guys doing this afternoon you feel like it yeah it, it didn't feel like there was like an urgency or like a at, at least in the beginning right it wasn't until the very until the third act when it finally was like oh okay now we're actually I'm invested in what's going on I actually care I, I think what it comes down to is I don't like Dory as a character. I, the, I'm glad we got here. Yes. I find Dory to be easily the worst thing about Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they decided to make a movie about her, I I was never on board. So maybe mm-hmm. that's why I didn't like it because I, I knew I wasn't going to. Yeah. But I think my biggest issue with the movie, other than the fact that it's starring Dory, is that it uses Finding Nemo too much as a crutch. Oh, and, like and it, the first movie. Yeah, so it too. I it, Nemo, like Finding Nemo is like the character. No, no, it, like, it just Nemo. it just relies on the the first movie too much. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, 
I would have liked it to deviate a lot more. Like I, I didn't want all those shoehorned. I use shoehorn on this podcast a lot. It's okay. I didn't want all those shoehorned references to the first movie. Like, Oh, where did just keep swimming come from? Where did all, oh, the, yeah, where like, did all where, these, why these did, ticks why that she has that? come from? I didn't need any of that. I, I really did enjoy the third act, yep. but it, it wasn't worth it for, from the rest of the movie. Like, yeah. um, overall it's a decent movie, mm-hmm. but it's definitely one of, one of my least favorite Pixar movies. I would tend to agree with everything you just said. Uh, there were moments that really, really worked for me though. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, I believe it's the start of the third act. Like once, um, once she gets out of the aquarium and right. the stuff with like the rocks that I thought that was really good. That gave me chills. I really like, like I, I connected with that moment yeah. really a lot. Um, the rest of it, like I said beforehand, eh, yeah. it was it was okay. It was um, while I was watching the entire thing, I was mildly bored. And then, Agreed. And then at the end, I find like once, like I said, the third act. Then I was game. Agreed. But. I I was less than thrilled with the f- overall product, and this is now two in a row that Pixar's good. Two. The Good Dinosaur was the last one. What was the one before Good Dinosaur? Inside Out. Which I love. Oh, yeah. I stand by. So this is three in a row for me. I haven't seen Good Dinosaur, yeah. but I did not like Inside Out. This is two in a row for me. Inside Out felt, I, think, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but Inside Out felt, for a, a movie about being in someone's imagination, it felt very flat and unimaginative to me. I'm, I, can, mm. I can see that. I'm also not a little girl. and I I, I am. Okay. That explains it. <laughs> and, and I don't remember going through. I, I do remember going through that period of adolescence, mm-hmm. but I just didn't connect with that movie at all. Yeah. Well, this is two in a row for me, and I also hated Brave, which was... That was a while ago. It was, that was before 2012. Yeah, that was before Toy Story 3, though. No, it was. Wasn't was the it? one right before Toy Story 3? Maybe. Or I right after Toy Story I don't remember 3. the Pixar timeline anymore. I, I, I think it's a number of movie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so next movie on my list, Peach Dragon. I saw it, I want to see that. I saw it like two days ago. I, I really loved it. Um my biggest gripe with it is that the palette of the movie is a little too one note for me. But do you mean like color palette? Like color, color palette. Yeah, yeah, it looked yeah. very brown. A, a and... lot of green, a lot of dark green, a lot of brown. Okay. Which to me are good colors that go go well together. But I needed a little bit more. Like the entire movie yeah. is well, it's all in the four. Dark green, brown. I know, but I would have liked something more. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, though. Good movie. Great movie. Nice. I, 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 I did. Sorry. Um, I just really liked it. And as someone who's less familiar with the original Disney movie, mm-hmm. I still loved it, even though I didn't have that nostalgia. So I actively dislike the original movie. Nice. I, I think it's incredibly boring. I think all the songs suck. Um, I did not like it when I... Well, I've only seen it um, a couple of times when I was a kid, and it was so boring to me as a child. And it's a children's movie. Yep. It's supposed to be aimed at them. Um, maybe I was just like wrong generation for it, yeah. but I, cause it was older than when I was young. Um, like it didn't come out when I was young. It came out, it came out in like the sixties, seventies. Yeah. This freaking star Wars came out in 77. Calm that down. movie was bad. Calm, calm down. I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I didn't connect with the first one, but, uh, so I wasn't excited for this at all. But then after seeing the trailers, it looked really just magical. Yep. So I'm glad to hear that it was good. Yeah. Um, it's been getting kind of mixed reviews. Hmm. Um, Critics seem to really like it. Audience is a little lower on it. 
um, which happens all the time. I feel like that's usually how it is. Is either the critics love it and the audience hates it, or the critics hate it and the audience love it. Look at Transformers. Right. Look yeah, at let's talk every about, art. Let's talk about another ever. movie that I, that I saw, Suicide Squad. Oh, which is that critics hating it and, and critics hating it, loving it, audience being kind of split on, on it. it. Okay, well, critics hating it. Oh, fair. Audience liking it a lot more than critics, I but still saying. not liking it. It was it was awful. Worse than Batman v Superman. Um, one of the worst movies I've seen this year. It is mind-numbingly bad. If you have any sort of brain and you start to think about what's going on, you go, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. It is... It's really bad. It's nearly as bad as Warcraft, which is still the worst movie I've seen this year. That's Um, putting it up on a pedestal there, then. Oh, yeah. I, I think I'd rather watch the Angry Birds movie again than watch Suicide Squad one more time. How many times have you seen Suicide Squad? Once. Okay. Well, you, the way you made, said it, it made it sound like there was more. Uh, any more? Uh, um, you, you want to talk about Suicide Squad? No, it's just I, I haven't seen it, but I've heard um, the Joker. I've heard two interpretations of it. Like either either the Joker is a great interpretation of him, and it's it's doing justice to the character, or it's fire on the screen, and we should and they should fire Jared Leto and uh, just scrap the character immediately. I'm def- Where do you fall? I'm definitely that? somewhere in the middle, um, but I'm leaning more towards like worst interpretation of the Joker I've ever seen. Um, well, ma- mainly to be because fair, that's not that hard. Mainly because they, he's not the Joker. So okay. if you go in like not expecting to see the Joker, you'll probably be a little happier with this. But he's just a straight gangster with mm. no joker-esque qualities to him it's a weird like uh not to spoil anything for anyone not that anyone cares but there's this one scene where some guy's like grinding up all on uh, harley or whatever and the joker pulls out a gun and the normal joker would like play some sort of head game with this guy or like have a bang come out of the end of the gun and And like and then and then have like his goon kill him Mm -hmm. And he just blows his head off. And I'm like, that that's just a very not Joker thing to do. Like, he he just... He doesn't toy with him. Like, like the mm-hmm. Joker's supposed to be actually insane. Yeah. This guy just seems like he's playing insane as a, as a, a mobster. Like, it just didn't... It I, didn't feel like genuine Joker ever. Not once during the movie did it feel like the Joker. And from what I'm reading online... That that's because of edits. There were a that lot of there were me. a lot of scenes that that were very Joker mm-hmm. that they cut out of the movie, which upsets me. I I've heard or not I've heard, but um, there's a, a YouTube channel that I watch. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, film theory, and they do some stuff on. Um, they just did one on Suicide Squad and the Joker, and they basically were talking about how there's more or less three interpretations of the Joker at this point, mm-hmm. um, and that's backed up through the comics because apparently in one of the more recent comic storylines for DC Reborn or something like that, um, Batman finds out that there's actually three Jokers out yes. there. Um, and so like that's the uh, Cesar Romero Joker, uh, Nicholson Joker, and um, Heath Ledger Joker, and mm-hmm. those correspond to the three different three of the different eras of comic books. So you have Cesar Romero is the Silver Age, which is the silly, jokey yep. one. Um, Nicholson is the um, Golden Age, where he was like more just a straight-up gangster who would just 
murder people right. like uh with the gas and the the smiley stuff but he just right. he pulled boners and he killed people right um and the other one is the more psychological one um based off of like the bronze age with the alan moore version of the joker right and so like this one i've heard has more correlations with the nicholson and what you're saying with him being more of like a gangster being because nicholson was just a mob boss right who then went insane but i I, it, the movie was also folk. He was the main villain in the movie. He wasn't just like a side character. Yeah. But I could see where this there's room for that type of Joker to come out of this. But I, I maybe can, the, like yeah. you said with the editing, it, exactly. it maybe got lost. I I can see how what I saw in that movie could have been the like groundwork for that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that there was no more just makes it seem like if you take off the the. Uh, like the makeup and everything, yeah. he's just like a normal gangster, not oh, not that's... insane or anything. Just like Muggsy Bogues. No, that's a that's a it's a basketball player. Um, I Muggsy, not Brown, but I think I know what you're talking about. Bugsy, uh, no. Uh, Bugsy Malone, bad guy from Dick Tracy. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know either. Right? I, I... Prune face. I'm gonna sound like an idiot. I already sound like an idiot. It's a bad guy from whatever. He just seems like a normal, like Sonny Corleone. There you go. There you go. The Godfather. Bonnie and Clyde. There you go. But he doesn't seem Joker. Yeah. That's just. And maybe it's because I grew up with the Batman, the animated series Joker, Mm -hmm. but which is probably arguably the best interpretation. uh, Yeah. So like Batman storyline. Every everything just pales in comparison to Mark Hamill. Where where do you think the DC cinematic universe is going to go after this? I mean, into into the garbage. I mean, because (laughs) I'm done with them. I know they're already shooting um, Justice League. Right. right? Yeah. And is Wonder Woman in the can? Oh, that's right. Yeah, there, there's because there's already trailers for that. Yeah, yeah, th- that's already I, done. I, I forgot th- about Wonder Woman. I think oh Wonder God. Woman's in the can. But Wonder Woman actually, I think, has the advantage of not being needing to be connected to anything. Right. Because it's it's, it's going to be one. Yeah, it's going to be like Captain Period. America: The First Avenger, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. Um, but I have no faith in the DC extended universe or whatever they're calling their movie. Okay. I, I just, I'm done. Okay. Um, next, um, let's go very quickly. Jason Bourne was hot garbage. Uh, Imperium was Daniel Radcliffe as an FBI oh, agent going Nazi, undercover right. to Neo-Nazis. for Nazis. He was great in it. The movie was very formulaic and, um, uh, not sure. There's a word that I want to use. That I can't think of By not didactic, but, uh, pedantic, I, shallow and pedantic. Shallow and pedantic. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But it's worth it to see Daniel Radcliffe. Another movie with Daniel Radcliffe, Now You See Me 2. I heard that was bad. See, I liked the first Now You See Me, and I feel like a lot of people didn't. Oh, really? I've heard it's a really big guilty pleasure for a lot of okay, people. Okay, so if, if that, I've never seen it. That's a guilty pleasure movie. I, I Tiffany would, liked it. I would tell you, it's not a great movie. Like, not well-made or mm-hmm. anything well-written. I enjoyed it. Okay. I enjoyed this one about equally. Like, it felt oh, very similar. Um, maybe a little lesser. But still, on par. Good guilty pleasure flick. I'll I'll probably own both of them and watch them whenever I want to watch something that's you know mindless and fun. Make, makes sense. Um, Sausage Party was a steaming pile of garbage. I can't hate this movie more than I do, and I feel like you're in the minority on that one. The reason I hate it might be the reason that everyone else likes it, but it just felt like vulgarity for the sake of vulgarity like Mm -hmm. there were no characters in this movie it's just everyone 
is there to drop the f-bomb every other word like um i would have liked more characterization characterization mm -hmm. or um differentiation between the characters everyone was just the same because they wanted to put in much as much vulgarity as they could hmm. and when there were when there was any sort of characterization for each character it was just a racial stereotype uh, so the bagel was jewish so he had like a woody allen voice and, and the, i saw the 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 fire water whiskey was was, was a native, native american. american but I, it just and i'm all for vulgarity i curse all the time um I, it just felt so forced hmm. it didn't seem natural to have all these characters doing it constantly and that's what completely removed me from the movie and then the entire movie is a big atheism allegory say, I, I, which didn't land for me there was and a lot of like anti-religious stuff in there yeah there was a lot in it but it was very surface level like not clever not uh anything groundbreaking it was, it was, it was very very on the nose and very i don't know um it didn't seem uh i don't know how to phrase it but it just didn't seem all there okay. um i hated that movie uh really? almost as much as i hated suicide squad wow that's you said suicide squad was like your second hated movie okay fair enough <laughs> Yeah, Angry Birds was a better animated movie this year. Sick burn. <laughs> um, let's see. Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, I read a uh, review on this. It was garbage. Uh, it was I, bad. I it read was, the synopsis. It was, it was really bad. Independence um, Day, I've actually caught it twice on TV recently. That I, movie holds up. I honestly couldn't tell you what the plot of this movie was, and I watched it like two weeks ago. Aliens. Um, I can't remember anything about the movie. Just that, just that, I just remember it being really bad um fair enough there you go the conjuring 2 just as good as the original i heard that i haven't seen the original i've heard it's really good the original's great this one's just as good it's it keeps the same kind of ambiance to it you know mm. it's not about jump scares it's more about gen like genuinely scary situations nice um which james, i really what uh yeah. james wan james I wan think? did this one as well right yeah i believe yeah, so. he's probably the best director in in modern he, horror currently he, he's he's amazing this movie was great um i highly suggest it. anyone that liked the conjuring the first one this one's just as good nice um and then uh the one i skipped mm, secret life of pets angry birds was a better animated movie <laughs> <laughs> wow the, high praise for angry birds on this podcast this movie i said imperium was um formulaic yep. this movie was even worse it, like this movie from watching the first trailer i could have told you beat for beat what the plot was and then it was exactly that it was really bad kevin hart was awful just like he is in every movie he's ever been in because he's garbage bold statements and um there was nothing funny about this movie i i hate it i hate it so much okay and then money monster was a very good movie. Um, it's George Clooney, uh, directed by Sandra Bullock, right? Directed by Jodie Foster. Jodie George, Foster, that's George it. Clooney and Julia Roberts are the, the leads. Um, it has a great opening half, uh, and then it gets a little uh, bogged down in the second half, and all a lot of the tensions removed, which made the first half really good. Second half, eh? First half, really good. So it averages out to be, eh? Okay. 
last movie we're going to talk about is Star Trek Beyond. I have seen this one. You have seen it. I saved the best for last. Oh, well, really? You think that of all the movies you've seen, Star Trek Beyond has been the best one that you've seen? No, the best of the two that we've seen. Oh, okay, okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Star Trek Beyond. What'd you think? I, I loved it. Yeah, it was I, I thought it was really good. I remember you and I did a... Um, we did a written article, article a written article it. about Star Trek Into Darkness. Correct, and I believe we both fell on the minority of how everyone felt about that movie. I I liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought this was better. Oh, easily. I thought this one was better. I think Into Darkness is the weakest of the trilogy, hands down. Um, I still think the first one's the best. This one's really? a close second. I don't remember much from the first. Like the, I, I enjoyed the first um, a lot. I felt like this one had the advantage of not needing to set everyone up right and it was just like hit the ground running adventure yeah. and i enjoyed the set pieces in this one more this, it, um, great uh I, I really liked the overall just feel of this movie better yeah. than the other one See, uh, the, uh, the one. thing about this one i don't know how familiar you are with the original series i think not at I all i have um after i saw into darkness i went back and i have officially watched one episode of the original series of star trek Space Seed. Space Seed, obviously. Um, that was it. Okay. Uh, and I have seen um, one half of one episode of Next T- Generation. TNG. And it was on TV. And I was like, what is this? I'm eight. This is boring. Um, <gasps> okay. Um, so this, the entire plot of this movie mm. felt so much like an episode of the original series. Nice. It all, It just felt like they took the, the um, feeling of and general formula of the TOS mm-hmm. and just expanded it, put in a few more characters and just made a really good movie out of it. I, I really loved this movie. And after I saw the movie, I didn't love, I, I felt not so hot on it. I was like, this, that movie was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I loved it. And then I thought about it for a while and I was like, you know what? That movie was really good. I, I really liked it. I thought bones, um, Carl Urban. Yep. He's always been my favorite part of the movies. Oh. He he just knocked this one out of the park. Yeah, he crushed he it. was phenomenal in this one. Really smart pairing him up with Spock for the majority of the movie. Oh yeah, that was That's... stroke of genius, but also at the same time like it very, was very natural. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But it was super good. Yeah, what's um, your favorite color? <laughs> the. Yeah, that's his reference to the movie, if you haven't seen it. Yeah, that's right. I actually didn't remember. <laughs> oh. Because it's been a long time. When he cauterizes the wound. That's right. I remember that. Um, I don't see what that has to do with any bearing on sorry. the situation. Um, yeah, there you go. I it was. I really liked the movie. Um, I'm really excited for the next one. I hope... Is there going to be another one? Obviously, there's going to be another one, but... Yeah, they, they've already said there's going to be another one. Um, Chris Hemsworth is going to come back. I was going to say, I heard spoilers, time travel, yeah, supposedly. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth is going to come back for the next one, and... But not um, as James Kirk's dad. He's going to come back as Thor. It's going to be I awesome. I hope so. Oh, that'd be that'd be awesome. It's going to be like, what, during Dark World? Uh, yeah. Not Dark World, I'm sorry. During Ragnarok? Right. It's like when he's en route from point A to point B. I'd, he's going to stop and have an adventure with the Enterprise I'd prefer crew. it if they brought back um, Natalie Portman as Thor. Oh, that's... Well, you know, they could. I know. Um, comics. Yeah, yeah, see? Comics. Jane, Jane Foster coming back. Um, oh. Sorry, I was thinking of the latest Thor comic. and they, 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 at, at the end of the last Thor comic, spoilers, um, the, the big thing right now is that Jane Foster currently is Thor in, in the books. And um, S.H.I.E.L.D. has, like, apprehended her. And they're like, Jane, we know you're Jane Foster, blah, blah, blah. And then a portal opens up and sick uh jane foster coming through the portal so you see jane foster and lady thor in the same panel oh it's it, it has to be loki 
Right. Yeah, you would I'm think just, so. Just, that, that's my obvious. That's my prediction. So that's all the movies I've seen. Um, I watch a lot of movies. Yeah, I know. That's kind of like your thing. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. Um, but yeah, it's, it, yeah. it's been a really... To kind of sum up everything I've seen, it's been a really bad year for movies. That's kind of the consensus that I've seen. I just saw an article recently on RogerEbert.com just talking about how like Hollywood... I didn't... I only read the the headline and just the first couple paragraphs, but it basically like Hollywood has just stopped caring and it's just all by the numbers, um, yeah. corporate suit crap that's, it, that's been coming out. And it's, it's bad. It like almost everything I see now. I try I try to manage my expectations because I I almost know always know it's gonna it's gonna be bad. Yeah, there's not much that I've seen, even the ones that I've seen. Like of the movies that I've seen this year, nothing's been super memorable or like I can, I can name a few that were very memorable for me you've also seen a billion more than I have uh, yeah I, I've seen like five this year yeah I think I'm at 37 38 nice um, but there were a few that were very memorable maybe like five everything mm-hmm. else has been eh. I mean I'm excited for the new Thor movie but that's just because I love Thor so much when's that come but, out next year uh, it's 17 two, yeah two, next, year. next year it's shooting currently it should be out next November I mean, next year. I, um, I mean, I'm excited for Rogue One. That looks great. Um, obviously, I mean, I don't want to be like. Mm-hmm. I, did, you see the, did, you see, did you see their most recent trailer for it? I did. I'm yes. a little nervous about it just because of all the reshoots. Oh, I, but yeah, but the same thing the happened same with Suicide Squad, and they did all these reshoots, and it was hot garbage. Yeah, but and then Rogue One does all these reshoots, and they did reshoots for the same reason. They tested poorly with audiences really? because they were too that. dark. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. But um, there's always been reshoots on Star Wars movies. There was reshoots on Episode 7, and yeah. reshoot, Episode 7 was fantastic. Yeah, but there, were, there weren't a lot. Like, from what I've heard, and this is all hearsay, yeah. there were significant reshoots on this movie. Oh. So, cautiously optimistic, but... You know what? While we're talking about other movies that are coming out, um, the new Kong movie... Actually, looks a that lot movie, better than I thought it was movie going looks to. Looks awesome. I, I knew nothing about it. I was not excited for it at all, and like I had kind of just forgotten about it. And then I saw the most recent trailer, and it looks fantastic. It looks. I so didn't even good. know who half the cast was when I like. Yeah. I didn't realize that all these people were in it. Yeah. And uh, awesome. You're and watching I'm, the trailer, and you're like, that person's in it, yeah. and that person's in it. Really? I I am very curious because I act, I really liked um, Garth Ennis's version of Godzilla. Godzilla. I, so I, I liked it a lot. Garth um, Ennis uh, wrote Preacher. Not Garth Ennis. Gareth, 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 Ed, Gareth Edwards. Gareth Edwards. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know who I meant. Uh, Gareth and Gareth and Gareth. Whatever. The guy who directed the uh, 2014 version of Godzilla. 2015. 2014. 13? Yes. Cor- correct. Whatever. It was a couple years ago. <laughs> the most recent American version of Godzilla. The Japanese Godzilla that's coming out looks really good too. But um, so I like that. I'm really excited to see how they get these two to fight because that's going to be the next movie. Oh, obviously, Godzilla they, they versus own King both Kong. properties. They're releasing both of these movies. They, they've already they, announced it. That they it's... scaled up Kong like huge. Well, Kong's uh, Kong's a hundred feet in this movie. He's originally, I think, twenty five. Yeah. So he's literally four times the size that he was before. He's huge, um, which is insane. But Godzilla is still uh, he's three hundred and fifty feet in the most recent incarnation. So. I mean, yeah, Kong is enormous, but they're going to have to do some sort of either right. rescaling or make Kong grow bigger or make Godzilla shrink. Shrink, right? Obviously. I mean, it is a Godzilla movie with nuclear bombs making genetically enhanced lizards. It's, so. it's happening. 
I wouldn't be surprised. Genetically enhanced lizards. Oh, sorry. Well, Teenage, te- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, there you go. He's technically, I think, a godzilla sore. Obviously. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen um, the movies. Where do we want to go next? Uh, let's talk about something that we both can talk about. Okay. Uh, music. Yes. Mm, a few, I don't know, a month and a half. Came out on July 1st. A month and a half ago? At this point, yeah, close to two uh, months. Uh, almost two months ago. Uh, Blink-182 released yes. a new album called California. Mm-hmm. Um, it featured their new guitarist, yes. um, Matt... Skiba. Skiba. Yes. I wanted to call him Silva. Close. Close enough. No. He's from uh, Alkaline Trio. Yeah. He's most, Al- most Al- known for Alkaline Trio. Alkaline Trio. Uh, what do you think of it? I really enjoyed it. I, I consider myself a big Blink-182 fan. They're probably my favorite band. Um, they were in high school, definitely. Um, and I was very sad when they broke up. And then I followed, I continued following um, Tom with Angels and Airwaves and Mark with Plus 44. And then when they reunited, I was very happy. And then Neighborhoods came out. And I was less than thrilled on that one. But yep. it, I, I still think it holds up over time. And then they made Dogs Eating Dogs, which is an amazing. But this newest one... Um, I really liked it. Uh, it it's it didn't. I was nervous that because Tom was gone, it was now going to sound more like a Plus Forty Four album. Because if you looked at Neighborhoods, it sounded like a fusion between Angels and Airwaves and Plus Forty Four. Like you could hear, this is a Plus Forty Four song. This is an Angels and Airwaves song. It didn't feel like a Blink album. Right. This felt more like a Blink album. It, it they're still evolving their sound from where it was in the Untitled album, but it's. It sounds more Blink than it does Alkaline Trio or Plus 44. There's a couple of songs that like you can hear like, oh, this is Matt going, like he's singing with the cadence mm-hmm. of, of an Alkaline Trio song. But overall, I really enjoyed it. There's only a couple of uh, tracks on it that I'm less than hot on, but the majority of them I really, really enjoy. What's your least favorite track? Probably, oh, it's either Teenage Waste, Teenage Satellites, or... Um, uh, I'm not that big a fan of Sober. Oh, I like Sober. Sober's... Which, uh, the, the song that King, I... Kings of the Weekend is the other one that I'm not... That not is my favorite song. Really? On the album. Okay. Um, I hate the only song that I skip every time, Los Angeles. Oh, I love Los Angeles. That, I didn't like Los Angeles when I first heard it. It's really growing that, on me, that though. That song is unbearable i like it i like it a lot it's it's mostly unbearable because of like the first 45 seconds yeah it, it i can understand what you're saying because it the first time i heard it it's like it's it's a lot louder than the rest of the songs and, right. it, and it sounds a lot more jumbled yeah but i i like it it's terrible i disagree but um, uh, i uh, i love sober i think sober might no, be I my favorite you not like sober, sober i'm sorry cynical cynical Cynical's cynical and song. sober yeah, cynical. I love cynical. I really, I think my favorite song on the album is "No Future," which is the one I think a lot of people dislike. "No Future," it, I like. It sounds really kind of not cookie cutter, but it's there's a lot of na na nas in it. Yeah. And uh, see, yeah. my my three favorites are King Kings of the Weekend, mm-hmm. "No Future," and "She's Out of Her Mind." Oh, I love "She's Out of Her Mind." Those are. Yes. I mean, I think overall it's a great album. Yep. I I'm less um, obsessed with Blink One Eighty Two as Fair you enough. are. Yeah, I, I can. I I loved "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket" when I was. Yep in like middle school whenever it came out and then um when they broke up uh i listened to boxcar racer boxcar racer came out before they broke up but yeah oh, still. right before they broke up sorry it, it was uh take off your pants and jacket boxcar racer and then untitled well i didn't listen to untitled Fair i listened to listen untitled i listened to take off your pants and jacket and then boxcar racer mm-hmm. and then Nothing california until, yeah <laughs> 
Fair enough. Boxcar Racer, you can see from Boxcar Racer where Tom was going to be going yep. with, with his stuff later. But I like Boxcar Racer. I really, really like that, that album. album. That album was amazing. So good. Um, I, I was listening to it today because it's on my Throwback Thursday playlist. Ooh. That's right, as well as Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. So ah, I, a, I, I, I like Blink. I like Blink. This album holds up yes. from from what I expected. I'm still listening to it. Um, me too. It's still in my rotation right now. Not that I have like a deep rotation for music for me. But um, yeah, it's still there. So uh, it was a good album. I'm a little bit disappointed. I, I've only seen them in concert once. And the concert itself was fantastic. But it took me like five hours to get home afterwards. Mm-hmm. And so it was a never again moment. Right. Um, and so it was really hard for me to pass up seeing them again this time. But... It prevailed because the people who I know who went to it said the concert was great, but getting home was a bitch. And I was like, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't do it. And I also looked at their set list, and it wasn't anything spectacular. Okay. Um, where do where do you want to go from here? Uh, from here, well, why don't we continue the trend of talking about things that we've both seen or done? There was a game that came out that we were both very excited for, and um, when basically the internet has uh, the internet is very interesting because before this game came out, everyone was super excited. Most people that I could tell were super excited, um, very enamored with the idea of this game, right. very excited for it. I can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. And it came out, and then less than a week later, uh, everyone is just lighting the internet on fire oh, for yeah. No Man's Sky. Everyone's calling for, what, Sean Murray? Sean Murray. Sean Murray's Murray, head. Murphy. Murphy? Murray? I think it's Murray. Whatever his name is. They're calling for his head. Like... People want to. I think that's hang a little. Un- I think that's a little unfair. I. Um, I think it's insane. First, first of all, let's be clear. We're talking about No Man's Sky. Yeah, I, I said the name, but you, did, did you? you were talking over. Oh, sorry. It. Yes, I, no I, Man's I, Sky. I didn't mean to talk over you. It's okay. You're very uh, rude. Yes, I'm the worst. Yeah. Uh, the the game's No Man's Sky. It's a space exploration uh, game. That's the best way to put it. Yeah, it's uh, procedurally generated planets. Like yeah. that's kind of like the hook of it. Is like you are you're in a, a universe galaxy. Right. Uh, of universe, 18 right? quintillion planets yeah they're all randomly generated there's like an algorithm they have that every time you land on a planet is going to be one wholly unique air quotes it is going to have um interesting things for you to do air quotes um and it's supposed to be you know just like a ex- exploration space exploration yeah. game like you said uh what did you think of the game i thought it met my expectations nailed it, it. it was exactly what i expected it to be mm-hmm. Because I was expecting a free roam, space exploration, pr- pretty much Minecraft in space. Okay. Is what I was expecting. Yeah. You know, you go around, you mine materials, you look at cool fauna and flora, and mm-hmm. you just fly around. And it was just, I wanted it to be, because I was playing a lot of Destiny, which yep. we've talked about on this yes, podcast. We have. And I used Destiny as a good game to. Hop on for like an hour, mm-hmm. dick around, yep. and then get off. Yep. Like, not a game that I want to s- sink significant play sessions into. True. So I mean, we had, but there was... Right. But but yeah. my goal was to have a game, a wind-down game. Yeah. Grab grab some daily I, quests, well, get, get, yeah. some, get some stuff done. So mine, I wanted a wind-down game for when I get home from work, and I just want to like play a game for mm-hmm. a little while, n- nothing crazy. And this was the perfect game for me. So this this is, seems like it. This is exactly what I wanted it to be, and it wa- like it was exactly what I expected, mm-hmm. um, which is why I love it. Like I can pick it up, land on a planet, run around for thirty minutes, yep. and log off. And I feel like I've done something fun 
and uh, what's the word? Uh, another word. I'm really bad at remembering words. Like you, do, you're not wasting your time, or you're not. Right. Um, I'm just putting words in your mouth at this point. I'm okay with that. It, it's. Uh, I think we both agree on this movie. <laughs> Our, this movie? movie game. Um, I I agree with. I I've, I'm really enjoying it. I've put a bunch of hours into it at this point. Uh, maybe not. Probably not as much as you because you took a day off to, to two play. days off. Yeah, I didn't do that. Um, and then then I went on a four day weekend, but um, vacation. But it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. It's you're right. It's exactly what I expected it to be, which mm-hmm. is. Go to a planet, explore for a little while, and then blast off onto the next planet. Right. And I don't know why people are as upset as they are. I, I can understand through some things because there are a lot of features and there's a lot of um, just like things that the developer has talked about right. that just flat out aren't in the game. Right. And people are calling them liars, which I guess technically they are. Um, a lot of it I feel like was lying by omission. Mm-hmm. Um one of the big things that I can understand is uh, people are, were asking, like, oh, can you run into other people in, the, in this game? Can you explore a planet with someone else? And they were like, yes, yes, you can. Um, and someone at one point asked, oh, well, how will I ever be able to know what I look like? And mm-hmm. they said, the only way you'll know what you're going to be able to look like is if someone else looks at you. Right. And that actively implies that there's going to be multiple multiplayer. Right. People have, like, pulled apart the code, and there is nothing in there for um, multiplayer in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So that's just, you know, a lie. That's definitely a yeah. lie. I'm, <laughs> so, I'm, like, I feel bad. Like, I, I, but that's not taking away from my enjoyment of the game. I can, if people were looking for that ex- exclusively, I can get it. I, but, but see, my problem is if people were looking for that exclusively, like, what's the point of getting a, the game if there's no actual character interaction? They never promised that you could interact with characters or trade sure. or, you know, like be a team or whatever. They just said you could see other people. True. That's true. And uh, my big issue is if that was the selling point of the game for you, Mm -hmm. I'm glad you hate it. (laughs) Like, good. I'm glad you wasted your money and I'm glad you're being a pissy bitch on the internet. Do you feel like this game was worth $60? I do. Okay. I feel like I've put in enough time that I personally, Mm -hmm. I feel like I got my money's worth. I can see why people don't think... Because I'm going to definitely, I'm going to get my money's worth out of it. Oh I, yeah, I can definitely I, see. That. I think um, I can see how people uh, who weren't expecting this to be as tedious as it is, it really, yeah, g- getting bored of it as quickly as they did, and that if you get bored of it after like four hours, you're not going to get your money's worth. True. But I've been playing. I put in like twelve hours each day the first two yeah, days I played, you... and. I'm still, if that's not I'm, enough to get you, yeah, I'm off. still hooked. Like, it's still a really good game. I, I haven't played in a week or a, a little more just because I've been so busy, yeah, uh, with the life things. But, um, but, but that's actually a nice thing about it is I have found because I I went away, I played it for a little for a couple of days, and then I went away on vacation. And when I came back, I knew exactly what I was doing. Right. It, it's not. It is a very shallow game, but that's almost relaxing and nice yeah. in a way because it's something that I can do to, like you said, to unwind. Yeah. Or go, go hop on a planet, see, oh, this planet has a lot of this rare mineral. I'm right. going to harvest a bunch of that rare mineral, go up and sell it, and then call it a day. Right. Like, that's what... Oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's what I was doing the last time I played. Oh, yeah. oh man. Right. I came, a, a whole bunch I came across a... 
what they call like a, a rare element. It's, yeah. It's the purple ones. Oh, I haven't found any of those. Yeah. So I I came across a planet where they're just everywhere. Nice. That's awesome because I need one. I need a rare element to build something, but I haven't found any purples. I've yeah. found um, the gold elements. I don't know if those are super rare. Oh yeah, I found a couple of those because I uh, I find those when I kill other spaceships. Yep. That's where I get those from. Yep. And the spaceship combat is my least favorite part in this game. It's, I have died by spaceship combat. That's the only way I've died. It's really clunky. Um, mm-hmm. I've never and I died once by spaceship combat, um, but that's because I had just sold all of like my titanium or uh, whatever, so I couldn't re up my shields. shields. That makes sense. So I died pretty quickly. That's always when I die though, is because I'll go to a space station, I'll dump everything, and then I'll go out and I'll be like, "Space pirates detected." But see, like, oh, you're, you're not supposed to like. Because they scan you, and if they don't find anything, they're supposed to leave. So if you, so that if makes you, no sense. If you've to me. sold everything, uh, they're not supposed to. I haven't sold you. everything. I I will have my I, I if, like your really rare. If my items. rare stuff is if, if they're not worth money, so, then they'll they'll, so they'll come that, and tag. That's me. why they'll come and get you. But that for makes the rare no stuff. sense. Then that's like, okay. Th- this is stupid then because they kill me. Okay, but then I can the, go and collect my shit from my corpse. Um, from what I've. From what I remember, because mm-hmm. I've been following this game for what two years at this point. Yeah. Uh, originally, you weren't gonna. If you died, you mm-hmm. lost your ship, you lost everything. It's really easy to die though, so I can, I can it, see why exactly. they might not but, have like, gotten. You lost your ship, but you you got a new ship when you mm-hmm. revived. But it was the base ship. I would have liked that. I so think that's that that's how cool. it originally was. I can see why they changed it, mm-hmm. but I feel like they could have just changed it and been like, okay. You died. You get your ship back. Same ship. But not, all your stuff's gone. All your stuff's gone. I would have been. I would have been fine with that. Because yeah. um, then that's a risk reward. Like, oh, am I going to hold on to my my um, my, big like, item, yeah. my my important items that that I'm going to need to craft right. something, or that I'm going to sell for more later right. because they were weren't, weren't worth a lot here. But yeah, but yeah, there are some things that like I was really looking forward to the the way the factions were are, are implemented. I don't feel like that's as robust as exactly yeah robust is a perfect because like oh your standing has gone up with them your standing has gone down with them there's no way to keep track of how you're doing with yep. any one of these individual fra- uh, factions outside of um when you when you talk with someone from uh, a, a species they're all species either they don't feel like factions to me they right. feel like species, species yeah. um I, i'll talk to someone and it'll tell me my standing is uh customer or my standing right. is uh uh, lukewarm. And like, I don't no know what idea. any of these yeah. mean. And exactly. There's nothing that tells me, oh, this is you're the best. This is the worst. I, and like, if it was like red, if, if my text was red, mm-hmm. I would know that was bad. Or right. if it was green, I feel like a lot of it's just the developers. Yes, I know they're a small team, but they just didn't have time to polish this to a point where it it feels like a triple a game right and that's kind of my one of my issues with this is it does not feel like a triple a game and that's how it was advertised and that's how it was priced i i Um, can agree with that and there was a couple other issues i had like uh the thing with like the spaceships uh, not spaceship battles but like when i'm flying around and like i haven't ever encountered a, a war which apparently is supposed to be common oh i've encountered like Four or five of oh, them. Oh, okay. See, maybe it's just the, the, the random seed that I have. Have you yet. at least come across, like, pirates fighting traitors? No. Oh, see, I, I've i come across a lot of, like, space battles where... Okay, that's cool. Uh, well, you did once, but you didn't know what it was. Did I? It said in distress signal um, oh, I, detected. 
that's happened to me a couple of times. Okay, maybe that's okay, what it is. So because there's a distress that... signal, I'll fly to it and then it'll just pass me by, and I'll just be sitting there in space with a distress signal, yeah. and there's nothing so, there. So distress signal is usually when traders are being attacked by pirates, oh. and you can choose to either attack the traders with the pirates or attack the pirates and oh, save the traders. Okay. You know, yeah, it depends. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, it it's cool. Um, I died twice. Because the first time I was trying to attack the traitor and I accidentally attacked a pirate and then they killed they me. They all turned on you. The second time I tried to attack the pirates and they killed me. Fun. Um, but I, 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 I actually enjoy that. Like I'll be like, distress signal? Cool. Let's, let's see what's going on. Yeah, can't uh, complain. I, it's, I've enjoyed it overall. Like I, I'm definitely – people – there's been such a negative reaction to it. I am definitely more of a positive. I've, I've been enjoying it. I'm going to keep on playing it. Yeah. I can tell you that. Like like you, though, I, I haven't – I've stopped playing it every day. Right. But um, it's something that I feel like I can pick up and just have – and go an hour to a half an hour with. Definitely. So. I, I really like it. It's obviously not the best game I've ever played. Nope. But it is gorgeous, mm-hmm. and the soundtrack's really, really solid. Yep. Um, I really enjoy it. I don't understand the huge backlash. I can understand some criticisms, yep. um, but I don't understand why why people are like so vocal. About how many how. times has the game crashed on you? Um, probably five to ten. Do you find that acceptable? Mm, I find that the most irritating thing yes. about the game. It's crashed um, twice on me. And it crashes. It's, it's, I find that incredibly unexpected. Every time it's crashed for me was when I was warping. So Oh, mine crashed when I was um, mining planets. Oh, Both times it was when I was mine, mining stuff. Every time I was warping. Oh, so um, Interesting. I'm assuming... My assumption was it had something to do with the server load at the time. It's possible. Because I was playing like... Game, opening day. game one or day one they've released a couple of patches at this point so i don't know if maybe that was just server load possible um, because when you're warping you're loading a new you know galaxy See, that's so. the that's the, the other thing is like um when they were advertising the game it's one seamless galaxy no there are boxes with four or five planets right like I people have tried flying from one from one galaxy to another like they've just set their controller down and let it go yep. and the game just crashes on them because like there's they what they said they built they did not build yeah which it's eh, another lie it is another lie Sean Murray King of Liars King of Liars let's kill him uh no refunds does not ever advocate <laughs> killing of Sean Murray. I I feel bad for him because I mean like they had an ambitious game and the internet is a horrible vitriol place. It it really is. Um, I unsubbed from the the subreddit because man, I just I couldn't take it anymore. I go back from time to time just to to read all the 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 whining and it, it, that gives me a little bit of pleasure because I'm like you guys, it's a game. Yeah. Calm down. And these are the same people who, when the game was delayed for two months, freaked out. Yep. And now they've like completely turned on it and it's the worst game ever. It's like, I just don't, I don't, I just don't get it. Well, I don't I'm, get the internet. I'm just glad that I'm taking pleasure from it. Like, True. I, I feel bad for the people that feel like they wasted their money, but eh, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So speaking of things that we both really liked, let's shift some gears. Um, Do you we... want to talk about all the other TV I've been watching before? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll end on a bad note then. So let's go to some good things. Let's oh, go to on TV. A bad note. 
Oh, oh you want to talk about books? No, we, want, can, we can go TV first. I want to talk about TV first yeah, and TV. then and then end on books. Okay. Okay. Sorry. You okay. guys can all listen to our, our bickering. Yeah, and how we organize this. We're very professional. Oh, yeah. Super professional. So, I've actually been watching a lot of TV recently. So, I'm going to do what I did with movies and just, just blow bu- through buzz this. through them. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is OJ Made in America. I've heard good things. It was it was um that's the Ryan eight, um, eight hour documentary. Show, right? Oh, it's the, the, the doc. No. Oh, the doc. This is an okay. eight hour documentary. They did it in four. They released it in four parts. Mm-hmm. It was made by ESPN, kind of like a thirty for thirty kind of thing. Okay. Um, and it documents like OJ's entire life from college to present. Okay. Wow. And like basically one episode is about the the, the murder trial. and trial and everything. The rest of it's all about his life and yeah. kind of how, obviously, made in America, how America made O.J. Simpson uh, okay. and how he was formed into the weird guy that he was. Um, it's, re- it's really, really good. Did it build up to the um, trial or did the, was the trial like... The trial's episode three. Okay, of so four. Yeah, so episode okay, so four, like episode four is a fallout thing and then how he got arrested and is in jail. Yeah. Um, it was it was really good. I also watched the um, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, the uh, the guy who made Glee and right. American Horror. Story. I watched the Ryan Murphy show. Um, I've heard good things. American Crime Story. That's what it's called. Uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. Yep. <laughs> it was it was really good. Um, it tackles a different aspect of the trial, um, which I really enjoyed. I thought the show was great. It's more like the pop culture aspect of it, right? I thought that the show was great. I thought the acting was phenomenal. Um, It really um, uh, captured the the, uh, theatrics of the trial and all all, everything everything connected with it. But this was more from a um, an unbiased point of view and just gave you facts like it is, and then. You know, some of the uh, talking heads were obviously a little biased, but well, you, that makes sense because with every type of documentary, like your people have an agenda. And obviously, like, yeah, obviously, like a talking head is going to be their own opinion, right? Deal. But it, it was it was really good. I loved it. My dad was obsessed with it. He's watched it twice. He's oh. insane. Um, breaking Bad he, a lot. Too. He doesn't listen to this, so I can talk about how insane he is. Oh, that's rude. Every once in a while, he just puts on Felina and just watches it. Like, it, like two months will pass, and he'll be like, "I really need to watch the last episode of Breaking Bad." You know, speaking of Breaking, I haven't watched. I need to rewatch the entire series because I haven't watched an episode since. Me too. Um, the since I watched the finale live, yeah. I haven't just. I just haven't touched it. Me I either. felt Closure, so I'm good. We should rewatch it together. We should. Oh my god. For the podcast. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, awesome. Um. Moving on, um, one show that I caught up on that um, I'd heard really good things about from season one. Season two started, so I decided to binge watch season one. Mm-hmm. Mr. Robot. I've heard good things. Season one was excellent. It was really good. Um, one thing, the the main thing that I loved about it was um, the na- main actor, Rami Malik. Malik. The only reason I know him and I've seen him in advertisement is because he was in, in uh, Until Dawn, Dawn and it was just, it's so weird seeing him. The main actor, Rami Malik, really captures the um, social graces, I put that in quotes, of like a hacker, um, tech head kind of, you know. He looks a little socially awkward, I've exactly. seen in the, yeah. in the trailer. So he really captures it re- well. And I know people who are just like him. Um, 
Like, when you're talking about nerds and weird people, mm-hmm. like, uh, Big Bang Theory is a caricature. Yep. This actually feels genuine. Oh, that's cool. And I really, that's the thing that cap, uh, really pulled me in. Mm-hmm. But the whole story is really phenomenal. Um, Christian Slater is a really, gives a really good performance. Um, it's a great ah. show. I'm glad Christian Slater is still doing stuff. That I being, really that being said, I started watching season two. I'm like three episodes in. I'm less hot on it now. Hmm. It's really lost its luster and is kind of spinning its wheels for it to me. Okay. Um, but we're only a quarter of the way through the season, so. Do you think that has to do with the fact that it's become a social phenomenon? Like, I'm really interested in the fact that, like, certain shows get really popular, and I wonder if they're more catering towards right. uh, the fandom, which I hate all fandoms because they ruin things. Um, Doctor personally. Who? Yeah, exactly. <sighs> like, um, so I wonder if that, do you think that has anything to do with it? Probably, but I, I, I really don't know. Fair enough. I'm, I'm going to say I don't know. Okay. Um, moving on, I watched this show, Unreal, um, based off of a recommendation from a um, former friend because they recommended this <laughs> show to me. I will no longer be speaking to them. I, I don't think she listens to this podcast. I work with her. Okay. Uh, um, it was really bad. It. Uh, What's it about? I've never heard of it. I don't even want to talk about it. It's really bad. Next. Okay. Um, I finally watched Luther. I've only seen the first episode. So I finally watched it based off of a recommendation from a coworker. Mm -hmm. Um, He told me it's like, he was like, it's four seasons. It's like 20 episodes. It's It's a British show. Each season's like three episodes. The first season's six episodes. Whoa! And big then, time British and then show. every season after that's three episodes. The most recent one was two episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's it's not a lot. I watched it all while I was I was traveling for work for two weeks. So I just oh, sat nice. in my hotel room and watched it every night, and I blew through it in in uh, like a week and a half. Um, great show. Idris Elba is phenomenal. Yeah. The plot and the writing for it actually got better as you went along. Like that's the impressive. plots of each ep- uh, each show. Uh, each episode for the first like two or three seasons mm-hmm. seemed very, um, you know, monster of the week, you know, like, n- week, like normal really, yeah. crime shows. And it didn't seem like anything special like Sherlock, yep. for example, where it, the, those Sherlock arrived fully formed. Yeah. That, that Sherlock was... felt special. Every episode, the villain felt like fully formed and mm-hmm. cool. These ones didn't until like season three and season four, which were great. Nice. Really well written. So the, the first two seasons were great still, but it's because of the characters. I was going to say, like, Idris really, Elba, really well written. sold me on the yeah. first episode. Idris Elba's character is so uh, multi-layered. He, he's like an onion. Oh, he's like an ogre. Sick, sick reference. Yes. Um, it's, he, it, the characters really make the show. Um, and then later seasons when the, the plot starts making the show even better, it's mm-hmm. just... It knocks it out of the park. Nice. Um, so I would highly suggest that to literally anyone. Glad to hear. Um, the last thing of, that I want to talk about specifically is currently airing on HBO. It's a mm-hmm. miniseries called The Night Of. Okay. It's actually adapted from a British show called Criminal Justice, um, which uh, Andrew Garfield was the was oh. in the first season they did okay. two seasons of it i've never watched it i heard it wasn't very good this on the other hand is phenomenal oh, okay. um john turturro plays the this uh plays spider-man lawyer john turturro plays this lawyer who's defending this um 
Muslim guy who's convicted or who's being accused of uh, murder. Okay. First degree murder. It's really cool. So far, I'm five episodes in of, I think, ten episodes or nine episodes. Okay. Um, it's currently airing, so, so I'm, like, yeah. I'm caught up. Uh, it's it's really, really solid. Um, cool. and is it all just a courtroom drama? or It's a little more than a courtroom drama. So far, only, like, a few selective scenes have taken place in court. Like, mm-hmm. it literally starts with... Spoiler alert, the night of the murder. Oh. Why do you think it's called the night of? Uh, so it starts with the night of I've the murder. And then it keeps going, you know, next episode, he's being interviewed, interviewed by the cops and blah, blah, blah. So it goes through that entire process. So we actually haven't even gotten to like the, the court, trial proper. The trial proper. Hmm. Um, it's really cool. good. I highly suggest it. Of all the things... This is probably the best. Really? That, that I've talked about so far. Oh, okay. Because like, I know the next thing you have to talk about, I've heard amazing things about. Um, yes, and we should talk about it. Yes. Uh, ne- Netflix released uh, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Uh, I think it was three. Three weeks ago, released this little ditty called Stranger Things. You may mm-hmm. have heard of it. A lot of people, I think, have. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere for me i wasn't i hadn't heard anything about it until like the internet was like by the way go watch stranger things yeah i'd like i hadn't heard about it um i got a text message from my friend who was like have you watched stranger things yet and i'm i was like what no but i'm going to i immediately went online started watching the first episode Mm -hmm. it I, i i then pulled out my phone and texted my sister because the first episode takes place on her birthday her uh, the, like di- her the actual 1983 november 6th like my sister was born that day and i was like hey this show takes place on your birthday or starts on your birthday you should watch it and she was like okay that's a good enough reason that, that is a great reason so um i i watched the first episode and i was like i need to watch this entire thing right now uh it was just great from start to finish mm-hmm. um um, my only complaints come towards the end and without spoiling anything, please don't, it just, the conclusion isn't, um, not finite, weighty or... enough for me. Okay. It doesn't carry okay. enough weight. Like okay. it fizzles out instead of goes out with a bang. Um, I, I am a little nervous about the ending. I've started watching it. I'm two episodes in at this point and I know going in that there's going to be a second season. So I can assume that if there is a mystery or if there is, obviously there's a mystery, but I can assume that there's things are going to be left not completely wrapped up because mm. they're going into another season. So I'm nervous about that. To, um, to be fair, a good chunk of it is wrapped up. I would hope. Not, not to spoil anything. Yeah. Good, good percentage of it's wrapped up, but the few things that are left dangling, it's unsatisfying okay. to a certain extent. But I still loved the, yeah. the entire the, show. The acting is amazing. The um, just the the feel, the tone of it mm-hmm. has been phenomenal. Yep. Like that's there are times where it's genuinely terrifying. Yeah. It's the tension that the characters are going through is legitimately scary, yeah. and the um, the 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 villains, the bad guys, the, the the things that are going on. It's it's really I don't want to say multi layered because it is relatively standard. Yep. Like science fiction fair for for the bad guys the the shadowy people in 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 black but um it's there's so much going on that it just feels like a love letter to the genre yeah um 
Well, one of the things that I found the most interesting from a personal perspective, mm-hmm. I ca- I tend to hate eighties culture in general. I've noticed. Like I you don't, talked about. I we talked about um. Uh, sure, everybody wants some. There you go. But like I don't like Goonies. Oh, you're I, horrible. I don't like John Hughes movies. Period. Okay. Uh, like everyone I'm, has different opinions, it, and I'm I'm less hot. I, I this is might be sacrilege. I hate ET. Um, I'm not a big ET fan. I don't so, I don't dislike it. So I was nervous about this, mm-hmm. and I remember asking my friend, being like, "How 80s is it?" Because I'm a little worried because I don't like 80s. Um, and I started watching it, and I I loved it because the and, 80s, right? And, and it makes me it makes me question like what am i missing because i don't like all these movies and i'm not so familiar what kind of references and stuff am i missing from watching it from this almost fresh point of view because it seems from what i've been hearing from other people that Mm -hmm. it's steeped in like 80s culture and almost everything's a reference and i i didn't see that i i felt it felt fresh to me for, for me, a lot of the references that I've picked up on have been um, 80s horror movie references, yeah. um, specifically names of characters. Like, there's one point where um, uh, the, the main girl, her name is Nancy. I believe that's that's correct, right? Is her name Nancy? I think her name is Nancy. Yes, there's a girl named Nancy. Yeah, and that's I wouldn't the, call her the main not girl. The, not the main girl, but she, that's the sister of, the, of the, yes. the main boy. Nancy. Nightmare on Elm Street. I've, Clear, I've clearly, clearly a Nightmare on Elm Street reference. Um and there's there's a point where she says I'm going to meet up with my friends, and she says, Lori, um, I want to not Amy, but she she lists uh, Lori, she lists like four other names, and I was like, that's from Halloween, that's from Friday the Thirteenth, that's from like she lists right. names that are I, I I pinpointed to being in other movies, so I would not be shocked if there was just like crazy amounts of uh, yeah references in that tape in that way like um one of the characters feels very strongly like a reference to et just in general yes like like yeah yeah experimenting and, and stuff like that i can't I, yeah um but i feel it's an interesting to look at it from that point of view where i'm not as familiar because mm-hmm. of my dislike of the uh, but you still liked it as yeah, a show I, I i i'm just trying to figure out why i like this show whereas i hate Maybe, I, I, maybe, maybe I just like I want everything from the '80s to be squished together. You know, you, that might be it because like the things that you're saying you dislike about the '80s. Well, you dislike the, the Link Later stuff, but the other stuff you were listing off were legitimately from the '80s. Right. So they're not making references; right. they're making they're just they're, talking. They're yeah. making the references. They are the reference. Right. They're they're not making a reference to something else. So like when someone says uh, "Goonies never say die" but, or something like that, like. That's a reference, but in the Goonies, there's an emotion to it, and it's amazing. Is there? There's yeah. emotion in the Goonies. Oh, go away! Uh, go away! <laughs> the whole wishing well scene. Oh, it's so good. Anyways, um, but uh, that might be it, though, because like, not that you don't have a nostalgia for it, but because you don't find that, be, because you just like the things that are actually from that time, and this show just makes references to them, mm. and it stands on its own as a piece of work outside of references the 80s yeah. is just a setting to this it's not like it's a character some could argue are... that it is a character I, I, it's possible but i mean like it's 
it definitely is a love letter to the 80s, but at the same time, it feels like the setting was natural for the type of story they were trying to tell. Right. And, like, it, it created a good limitation for some of the characters. Like, there's no cell phones. There's no... There's no... There are no cell phones in the 80s? Well, there was, but they were big, Wait, and not there, everyone there had there are them. cell phones in Paper Girls. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't continued reading that actually. I've been buying the issues, but I haven't been reading them. Singles. You're not up to. I'm not up to date. I own them all, but I haven't read them yet. Yeah, I need to. Um, you should get on that. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So Stranger Things. things I, it's, it's finish it. Good. Yeah, I definitely will finish it, and then we can talk about it more when we're done, and we can do like a spoiler-filled, spoilery thing where yeah. everyone on the planet dies. I assume. Every, everyone just the world implodes yeah spoiled it's it for pr- me pretty normal you jerk um yeah so so i think the last thing is this the last thing we yeah we've talk been talking about? for about an hour so yeah it's probably about time okay. to, to head so, into it and, and i think to the last up. things we want to talk about um i'm gonna briefly talk about something before. okay our books that we've been reading correct so i read this book based off of a recommendation from my coworker. Brady, the same guy that recommended Luther. So oh. he recommended this book to me called Dark Matter. It's, okay. a, it's a, uh, as you can probably guess from the title, a science fiction book. I was say it's about Star Trek. It's a science fiction book, and it is um, written by the guy who wrote the books that inspired the TV show Wayward Pines. So, oh, okay. And I read those books, and they were hot garbage. Um which is a common term for me. Yes, it is. It's, uh, it's just like understandable is for me. Uh, so he recommended this book to me. I was reticent be- because of the author. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I read like two chapters and I was hooked. It It's really good pop sci-fi. Like, okay. It's written like a pop novel, like an air- airport novel. Um, uh, easy to digest. But a really good story. Cliff, cliffhangers at the end of every chapter type of deal. Basically. Like like The Martian. Um, I've never read The Martian. The Martian's... This, seen the movie. The Martian's even more like cliff... Literally cliffhangers at uh, the end of every chapter. Like he's hanging from cliffs. The book is nothing compared to the movie for The Martian. Like, I will never read the book again because the, Mar- the movie's so much better. Fair. I digress. Yes. Dark Matter. Really good. If you like sci-fi, um, I'd suggest it. It's... Not the most well written mm-hmm. because of his, you know, just pop novel background, it, but it's it's a really good story. Is it newer? Is it out in hardcover? It is just it came out. Paperback? Only hardcover. It, that's what they do with new books. Yeah, you know. Well, I didn't know if like it was. I didn't yes. know how new it's it new. was. It's, okay, that, that's why I wanted to talk about it because uh, it's, it came out like a month ago. I have been starting to read. Speaking of books coming out, um, I haven't finished yet because busy with moving everything but um joe hill had a new book come out called fireman 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 firestarter firestarter no no firestarter is a book by Fire, his, Fire his father Stephen King, <laughs> um, which i have read very good um drew barrymore in the movie uh <laughs> but uh fireman it's uh it was good from what i've read it's re- really good it's about um basically a uh, a disease that uh causes people to spontaneously combust and people don't know what's causing it that and it's awesome yeah it's it's and yeah, it sounds really cool. It takes I, need place. To, I need to read it. I also um, I have uh, super uh, hometown. Um, takes place in New Hampshire. It. Takes place in New Hampshire because Joe Hill's lives where, in New where Hampshire. Where in New Hampshire? Uh, it's, uh, further north. Oh, you know, 
the comic book, not to digress, but yeah. the, the comic book um, Witches by Scott Snyder. Yes. Do you know where that takes place? Uh, ooh, Merrimack? Litchfield. Litchfield. Litchfield, New Hampshire. That's it. Um, I, I read that and I was like, oh my God, that's like two towns over from that me. That is really cool. Um, I wish that comic was better. Yeah, I really liked it. I I liked the story. The, I hated the art. No, I loved the art except for the, except stupid, for the stupid splashes. Yeah, yeah. It made certain parts impossible for me to read. Um, the last book uh, Joe Hill wrote, uh, Nosferatu, takes place in Haverhill, which is super you, funny. You lived there. I did live there. Now you live in a cool place. Yes. In New Hampshire. Yes. But, um, so yeah. So, uh, da, 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 da. Would you like to introduce the other book? Sure. Okay. So if people don't know, I know Alex and I both are large Harry Potter fans, and there has been a new play that has come out in uh, London called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. This is an official continuation of the original seven books. Um, this story is uh, it's a, from a story by J.K. Rowling. It's written by someone else. Jim, I think his name's Jim Jack Thorne? Package. Jim Thorne. Um, and I think John Tiffany is the director. The only reason I know that is because Tiffany, Tiffany is my is yeah. my is my wife. Uh, I almost said Jack, she's my husband. I'm her husband. Jack Thorne, Jim Thorne, something like that. Something like that. I don't have the book in the house. I let my parents um, borrow it. I can do the you Google it. But anyways, so they released the um, a rehearsal version of the script in book format, and uh, it's out. And uh, both Alex and I have read it. So. Um, Jack Thorne. Jack Thorne. Uh, overall, I'm okay. I did not hate it, but I did not like it. There were problems with it. I'm overall satisfied with the story. The story, the individual elements of the story, um, specific things that happened in the story, I had major problems with. But like the overall theme. And certain characters that were introduced, I am fine with them. I'm fine with them being a part of the Harry Potter world. Um, I'm less than thrilled, like I said, with individual points. I think a lot of it comes from the fact that it's a script mm -hmm. and you don't get any sort of internal monologue and you don't get any sort of like deep characterization. And that's, I think, where the majority of the issues I have with it come. Not the majority of the issues with it, I have some of the. <laughs> Some of the lesser issues that I have with it come from. Um, overall, it definitely is probably the worst Harry Potter book. Um, easily. 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 But uh, I didn't hate it nearly as much as everyone else did. I, I would go on record as kind of defending, like I said, the overall story and the ideas that were put forward. Um, which is almost unfair. <laughs> I, will, I will agree with you to a certain extent. Fair enough. I really disliked it. Okay. Um, I, I agree that some of the characters and okay, I'm not even going to say some, one of the characters is great. Uh, let me guess, uh, the, 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 the Scorpius. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Scorpius. Yeah. Great character. Really well char uh, characterized and developed and great character. Yep. Albus Everest and garbage. Well, uh, obviously he is cause he's a Slytherin and Slytherins are all bad. Um, Scorpius is a Slytherin and he's not all bad. Yeah, he's a dummy though. But he's, the only he's reason great. he's Slytherin is because of his blood. Sure. It's the only reason. That's what you say. Yep. Um, I do say. I think Scorpius was great. I think the plot was a garbled mess. Like, I think the, the plot is mm -hmm. probably the worst thing about it. Okay. Um, I think that it hinges on too many, um, like, 
they built these pillars to put the plot together and each individual pillar is made of like nothing it's it made of air it's garbage <laughs> i keep doing that garbage yes um i i really disliked the plot mm-hmm. i think that there are a lot of mischaracterizations of the the characters that we're we're already familiar the with the main trio i think is, is the especially the main trio um i th- i think actually you know uh mcgonagall when she's spot on i i actually have an argument but not an argument but she's spot on except for when she's interacting with harry Agreed. when she's interacting with harry she's a completely different person yep. who would like i don't care who you are harry would never talk to mcgonagall like that yep. and she would not bend over backwards to do what she does for him i agree um but after that, yes, right, she, right, gets right, right. she gets better. She, she gets better. But um, a lot of the characters that we're already familiar with have a lot of things that they do where I go, that's a mischaracterization of that person. They would never do something like that. Ron and Hermione almost feel like movie Ron and Hermione instead of book Ron and Hermione. Yep, I can um, see that. Which are different. Completely different. Not, not completely different Not completely but different, but they're different. Yeah. Um, Overall, I found certain things. Um, I don't want to spoil it on here, but yeah. like I found certain things as the play progresses. Well, this is we are at the end of the of, of the episode. I mean, if, do you want to do a spoiler yeah? We we section? can we can go into spoilers at this point because okay. we've talked we've we've gotten our main ideas out about yeah. it. So let's go into some okay. spoilers. So we're gonna talk spoilers now. So yep. leave if you want, but stick around because yeah. I can't ruin this crappy book for you. Um, yeah, it's not that good. A lot of my issues, um, like one of my big issues is when they f- change the first challenge the first time and they go... Time travel in general is stupid okay. and should not be but used. First of all, this is one of my biggest issues and it's a, like a main plot device. Yeah, the time the, turner. The time turner doesn't work the same as it did in Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. They, I, they I didn't realize set, that until after the fact, but... Yeah. They set up Time Turner so perfectly in Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm-hmm. I might be a little biased because it's my favorite book, but they set mm-hmm. it up so perfectly mm-hmm. and execute it like yeah. amazing. Cause and, in- and then this book completely changes everything that you've already learned about Time yeah. Turner. Because the way that time travel works in Azkaban is it creates a closed loop. Right. So basically... The, the idea is that when you've gone back in time, you've already, you've already gone, gone back, back in time. So everything that's already happened. So time is one line. There right. is no such thing as alternate timelines. And this one deals with creating alternate timelines, which is stupid and dumb and stupid. And, and I, I actively disliked it. Simon's like, Quest is dumb. What? And it's stupid. And it's, <laughs> it's stupid. Dumb. And it's dumb. dumb. The time, as soon as they said time turner, I was like, no. Yep. No, please not. Because like everything else that – everything – "Quote unquote bad." I actually really liked the opening sequence of that, um, of like uh, Albus and Severus, not Severus, Albus mm-hmm. and Scorpius. Uh, Scorpius going through the years and at the accelerated pace. I liked that. I See, liked the snippets of like characterization and like seeing, not seeing how they got there, but knowing how they got there. I would have liked it better if this was a novel. Yeah, probably. Well, visually, but, I think but it would work vi- as a play. See, exactly. I I have trouble visualizing how that would would work. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see how that would be good on stage, yes. but it didn't work on page for me. True. But that's, I think what a lot of people, not that they don't understand about this, but this is a script. It's right. not a book. I agree. And so you, 
we're not going to be able to fill in these type of gaps right. ourselves. Like that's something that's going to have to be visually exactly. shown to you. Yeah. Um, um, well, one of my issues I've, I've read a lot of plays in my life cause true. you know, we've both done theater. Yes. Um, just some things as I'm, I'm reading it, I'm like, we need the right director for this to, mm-hmm. to actually mm-hmm. land. Yeah. And that's, that's one of those scenes where I was like, if this is directed poorly, this is going to be a jumbled mess. Yeah. But I can't imagine it was. I don't think so. I've uh, heard. I haven't heard bad things about the show. Right. Um, but what was I saying? Oh yeah, Time Turners. Yes. I, it's so bad the way that they use Time Turners, and then the Deus Ex Machina that there's another Time Turner the oh, whole yeah. time. Oh, and, by the way, I've had this. Uh, Draco just had right. one the entire time. That was insane. That that really. Uh, and I didn't realize it, but there are definitely like, uh, I don't want to say this is even nitpicky stuff, but like, so at the end when they go to um, Godric's Hollow yep. and they're dealing with that type of stuff, uh, the things that are happening at Godric's Hollow just could not have happened. Yeah. Like Harry, um, James and Lily leave Le- their house. Yep. And like when I was reading it, I didn't didn't click with me i was like oh that, that's oh, fine whatever it immediately and, like alarms went off in my head i, I, like, I, I, I had forgotten about that happening? issue um because like they should not be able to right. leave their house based on what happened like based on the story and like the charms that are in play and stuff like right. that fidelius charm fidelius yeah nerds but like i can see why that's an issue but like i said so the the individual elements like things like that that the time turner i didn't necessarily like but where the like the but, like the time turner is a big element. It like, is, and that's why I was just like, get, the, get done, get done with it. The entire plot hinges on that, and that's like the reason that I didn't draw much enjoyment from a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but even individual character beats were boring to me because there were no stakes in this. I'll, I'll, there weren't many uh, stakes. Time itself. There wasn't a lot of stakes. Like. When Ron and Hermione die in the um, Voldemort world, yes, no stakes. I didn't. Yeah, because I didn't. Feel, obviously, they're going to be back. I wasn't and... upset. I didn't like, and, and it didn't even land for me emotionally. Like that, the fact that they're actually in love. They've always loved each other. They just didn't want to tell each other. That didn't land for me. That was not good. Yeah. Like that, that. That was supposed to be this big character beat, and I'm like, okay, like if real Ron and Hermione were dying, I'd be upset. But this is. There's yeah. no weight to anything. Uh, no, I agree with you because because you're dealing with the time travel, right? And that's exactly. I, I 100% agree. Like you don't feel, you're right. There are no like outside of the time fabric of time. But at no point during watching it did I think that they weren't going to succeed in, in fixing it, right? Of course. It, it was, and it was like, uh, I hate when they deal with time travel like that, where if you change one event. It only changes one or two things. Right. I don't like that because if it changes that one event, it changes so much more. Oh, like that's insane. Can like, we also talk about how insane it is that by embarrassing Cedric Diggory at the he second challenge, a death eater. he becomes a Death Eater and murders Neville. That's the thing that that makes him snap. Yep. This being this, embarrassed twice. This character who had <laughs> he was only embarrassed once. Who had like his entire characterization was how friendly and happy and, and like, like selfless he, he was. selfless yep. and bra- oh, not brave because that That's then he probably would have been gryffindor but he was just he was so um amiable would that be yep, the right? or amicable uh whatever such a friendly friend, friendly good guy like always happy carefree 
And, oh, he got embarrassed once. I'm going to kill everyone. I'm going to become a death eater. <sighs> and then he kills Neville. Like, the fact that that's how that Voldemort world came to be. Which, I thought the Voldemort... Is it hinges on C- Cedric? It hinges on the dumbest thing ever put in a Harry Potter book. Yeah. <laughs> and the, and like, the, the way that they dealt with the time travel was with, like, um, we're back in time. And so, we have to hope... Oh, God, I hated this. So he's back in time and he's nervous and, and Albus is nervous that the future is going to be changed. So he writes a note to current timeline, Harry, when that wouldn't work because the timeline, the timeline would be different. Like, like Harry wouldn't exist because he'd be dead. Like that makes no sense that, Oh God, it's this book. I, like I said, this book is really problematic. One, uh, another big issue I had, and this wasn't even with like the book specifically, mm-hmm. the fact that they like sold it as the eighth story when, A, it's not written by J.K. Rowling. Yeah. I mean, it, the story itself the, is approved by her, but like that's where appro- I think the majority of the issue comes from, by her, is that it wasn't written by her. Right. And so but, that's where the characterizations like, are off. They, they sell it as the eighth story it mm-hmm. says on like the back of the book yep. like the eighth like, story in the harry potter, potter series or trilogy, whatever trilogy. um and it's not written by her and it doesn't it's not a book like why would yeah. they sell this why wouldn't they just be like hey this is the thing to the play like, right right like why couldn't know. they just call it what it is call a spade a spade yeah um but <sighs> so how did you feel about voldemort's daughter I, I, no, just no. I <laughs> see. I actually didn't hate it, and it made sense to me. It made sense to me that Voldemort would want to have an heir. Like, yes, he trusts all of his lieutenants, but it makes sense to me that he would have that he would want his own blood to continue the line of Salazar Slytherin and to and to have like his own flesh and blood as his second in command. Right. That makes sense to me. I get that. You clearly don't. I I get that, but at the same time, I have trouble, like, <laughs> wrapping my head around the fact that he was like, hey, Bellatrix, let's bone. I, like, yeah. I, I'm just trying to... Wrapping my head around that part is what, what I have issues with. But I, overall, it's one of my... One of my least least, <laughs> least favorite... Least problematic things about the, uh, the book. Yeah, I... I I had really high hopes for it, and I did leave disappointed yeah. overall. I I did. Um, I think it would be better as a play. I think it like if oh, seeing yeah. it, I think it would be a lot See, better and more forgivable. It, I feel like it would be there would be more forgivable uh, things, mm-hmm. but like there are just so many things that I looked at and I was like, really, like the fact that these kids take Polyjuice Potion to break into the Ministry of Magic when the Minister of Magic did that herself. Like, don't you think she would have been like, man, we should shut up some precautions. <laughs> Get ready for this. Yeah. I, I just, like, every the more I think about it, the more irritated I get with this book. It's just, I I have to divorce it from the other series mm. to appreciate it in any sort That's of way. I hope and wonder if they fixed things because this, is, this is a this, practice. This, script. this is a practice script, and supposedly in a couple of months or in, in like a year, they're going to release the final version of right. it. 
I wonder for what more will money. Have, I wonder. Obviously, it's just a cash grab. I wonder what will have changed. This one was only fifteen bucks, though. To be fair, like that's not that bad. Cash grab. I yeah, guess. fifteen bucks when you sell it like ten million copies. They only they didn't sell that much. Really, they really didn't. I think they Good. only sold like three million copies so far. Well, to, to be fair, I I've already only lent it to million. like three people because yeah, I lent it to my parents. Everyone's and like, I don't think I want to buy it, and I'm like, Good, don't. Yeah. So, I, don't reg- um, I don't regret buying it, but so yeah, don't don't read this book. Not a rec- not recommended from you. Two thumbs down. <sighs> Sorry, one and three quarters thumbs down. <laughs> I, I, I it's hard to recommend it because if um if you're a big Harry Potter fan, it's going to make you angry, and if you're a casual Harry Potter fan, you don't want to read a script. Right. Like it's hard to to recommend this to yeah. someone. So I guess I wouldn't. And I feel like I feel dirty saying that. I have. Almost a better chance of liking it because I spoiled myself on the entire thing. Oh, really? I didn't but spoil myself at all. I spoiled myself on everything before I read it. I mm-hmm. listened to uh, a storm of spoilers. Oh, and they went and it? they went through the entire. I haven't been They to went my... into the, uh, through the entire plot of it. Oh wow! Beat by beat, and talked about it uh, like a, a week before the book came out. And I listened to it before the book came out. Oh, yeah. they before the play came or... out. Oh, somebody released a play synopsis online. Oh, okay. Um. And I listened to it, and I was like, I, I like I wrestled for a week with how like, get it. how to feel about it, how well this story that I've learned about could be executed, and I decided, okay, I'll give it a shot, manage expectations. Like I wasn't even cautiously optimistic. Oh, I, at that point, I was just like, this is gonna be something, and it was even worse than I expected. That sucks. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the the moment that I realized that we were in trouble, and I'm sure it's the moment everyone did, was the the trolley witch sequence for me. And it wasn't even the fact that she was being insane and like spiky arms right. and, and chasing people. It was what she said. Yeah, when, when she says, "Oh, um, so many people have tried to get off this this train." Right. Sirius Black and the Weasley twins. And it's like, oh. Did anyone else in yeah. the history of ever try to get out? Well, or are you well, only going to list the things that popular things know. that people are going to yeah. know? And that was when I was like, ooh, well, red flag. I feel like that I'll, there's a lot of that in the book, though, where they're they're playing yeah. to the lowest common denominator. Yes. And uh, I'm, not, I don't I'm blame, not okay with that. But I don't blame the story for that. I blame the author for that. Right. And that's why I'm saying I think Jake the story it. itself is fine. And, like, yes, there's, like, problematic, like, specific issues – the potters leaving their house, the time turners right. working the way that they did. But like, I feel like the overall idea of the theme of, I think the theme mostly came through of Harry, not connecting with his son yeah. and that being reflected through Voldemort's daughter trying to get to her father. Right. I think that overall that theme of love and family or hatred and family kind of came through and that left me feeling fine. See, I, I agree that the themes came through. I did not feel fine. Okay. Fair enough. I think that's a good place to leave that because, uh, yeah, I'm, I feel good with that. Yeah. I don't know if you have anything else to say. I I could talk about how much I hate this for, for a long time. I, I'm filled with hate, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have strong opinions. Yes. Let's go, we'll go with that. Go with that. Very strong opinions. <laughs> uh, you didn't talk about Ghostbusters and how much you loved that movie. I haven't movie. seen it. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, wow. I thought you would have seen that by no, now. I didn't see not it. Not me either. Um, I thought you were going to absolutely hate that movie. I, 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 I fully thought that that's where that would go. Well, I didn't want to see it, so... Um. Touche. Um, 
okay so i think that that uh wraps it up for this episode of no refunds um i'm gonna go ahead and just say thank you all for listening um we have been no refunds uh this is a nonsensical ramblings podcast uh we would like to go ahead and thank uh, hc media for um hosting us uh, you can email us at norefundspodcast at gmail.com. And you can also check out our uh, blog, uh, non-ram.blogspot.com. It'll be updated at some point in life. Has anyone been updating that? No. 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 I, I we should really get on that yeah, again. I don't no. think it's been updated in a year and a half. No. Not, no, because we updated it right before we started doing the podcast. We've only been doing the podcast for like six months. Oh, okay. If, if that. Then it, it was updated. About six months ago. Um, because during one of the podcast episodes, we talked about Peter writing a book review. I know that for a fact. But anyways, so, uh, thank you all for listening, and, uh, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.